Now, 10 years later, what would you say have been some of the milestones in the fight against HIV and AIDS? Lord, there's been positive milestones in the fight against HIV and AIDS. Um, in the, for the past 10 years, we've seen a decline in AIDS-related deaths of up to 60%. There's been a gain in life expectancy. People are living longer on antiretroviral treatment. There's been a 53% reduction in new HIV infections, the caveat being adolescent girls and young women and key, pop, key populations who are still uh, at risk of infection. There has, you know, 90% of people living with HIV now know their status. As you know, we have about 7.5 million estimate, people estimated to be living with HIV, and 90% of them know their status, and 88% of them are suppressed on treatment. The drugs that we have, antiretroviral drugs, are cheaper and safer. As, as remember, we, the, we launched a, a cheaper dodetegravir drug uh, two years ago, and, and it's, much, it's much safer with fewer side effects. And, and recently, there was a launch of new injectable uh, prevention treatment um, that, that once it's um, been, uh, regulation has allowed for it to be um, dispensed, then we'll see people receiving injections up to every six months. Now, how has the COVID-19 pandemic um, impacted the strides and advances that have been made in the fight against HIV and AIDS? Well, there's been a good and a bad. The good is that, you know, HIV allowed for a rapid COVID-19 response in that the research, the researchers were diverted towards COVID-19, technologies were also diverted towards COVID-19, there's been innovations around service delivery. But however, the bad is that we are unfortunately no longer on track towards epidemic control, but we need that if we continue on this trajectory, um, we've seen access to prevention and access to treatment derailed by COVID-19. Um, prevention services like voluntary ma- medical male um, circum- uh, circumcision came to a grinding halt, essentially, um, putting men at risk of H- HIV infection and transmitting HIV infection. And the e- impact on uh, just individuals living with HIV, um, have you managed to just touch base with them and find out how this has uh, you know, affected their lives? Yeah, and, and out of interest, we have a session during the conference where people living with HIV will talk to that uh, specifically. But, you know, as, as you remember, when um, during le- level five lockdown, there was limited access to prevention and treatment uh, services. People reported saying that, you know, they could, just could not access clinics, you know, at the time. And even if they try, tried, they would be turned away as, as clinics were closed because other healthcare workers were, you know, affected or infected by COVID-19 or there was just, you know, issues around infection control. Um, you know, from a socioeconomic point of view, you know, rise, you know, a rising unemployment rate and poverty meant that people just could not afford also to come to the clinic or have a basic meal, yeah, that allows them to take treatment. You know, people living with HIV and AIDS had a double stigma of COVID-19 and, and HIV. And you can imagine they're the most, you know, vulnerable mentally and we've seen a rise in mental illness in people living with HIV during the COVID-19 pandemic. How safe are the vaccines, uh, the COVID-19 vaccines on people living with HIV? Um, has there been any research done on this? Yeah. So, I mean, all vaccines obviously go through clinical trials to test safety and it has been the same for people living with HIV and people not living with HIV. So safety has been determined. However, 
There are several studies that have shown the efficacy of vaccines is lower in people living with HIV. For example, there's a Novavax study that has been undertaken even here in South Africa that showed a, a, a lower efficacy of 49% in people living with HIV as opposed to 60% in people who are not HIV infected. Obviously, there's still more studies that are being undertaken and we are looking at this space to see what, what comes out. And are there any advances worth noting in finding a cure um, for HIV and AIDS? Uh, you know, just looking at uh, the reaction, the global reaction and uh, the, the drive and, and to, to ensure that uh, there is a COVID-19 vaccination that is made and developed and distributed within a short space of time. Why are we not seeing the same effect on HIV and AIDS? Yeah, very good question, Lulu. And that's one of the topics that we'll be covering during the conference. And that, but uh, you know, fortunately, a month ago, UNAID released a report that said, uh, you know, some of the research organizations, IAVI and Scripps, have now announced a breakthrough in phase in the phase one vaccine trial, um, and they've established rare immune cells that you know could help uh, towards producing an HIV vaccine. However, the study was very small; it was limited to 48 people. So there's still a lot of development here. And I mean, obviously, it speaks to the complexities of HIV versus COVID-19, but we will be exploring this in detail during the conference. And what other issues are going to be tabled at uh, the conference? So we will be looking at the epidemiology of COVID-19 and HIV in South Africa. Um, There will be um, a presentation by the UNAIDS on the new global AIDS strategy. As I'm sure you're aware, there's a UN high-level meeting currently taking place in New York, uh, where there will be, uh, you know, countries will be adopting the 10 recommendations for the new global AIDS strategy, you know, taking into context some of the losses we've had as a result of COVID-19. Um, there will be, uh, you know, people living with HIV, as I mentioned before, and COVID-19, who will also be talking about the struggles that they've undergone during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll be touching on vaccines, comparing HIV vaccines and COVID-19 vaccines, the differences, the pipelines. We'll also be addressing a very important issue, which is vaccine hesitancy. Um, there will be a very interesting talk on um, the emergence of COVID-19 variants in people living with HIV who are failing treatment. Mm. So we'll be looking forward to that.